A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is brought to you by Undeniably Dairy. Did you know some cows might be snacking on seaweed? Dairy farmers are researching potential nutritional changes to their cow's diet to help reduce methane emissions. Additional research and innovation are helping them save water and spend less energy on every glass of milk. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit usdairy.com. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Skim. I'm Scott. And I'm Kim. And we're back for yet another episode of The Skim Show. The Skim Show. That's right. Hey, what happened last week? That was your fault, right? That was you? (laughs) That was my fault. I'm just teasing. (laughs) It was my fault. I forgot. It was both of us. I think we both did. We didn't forget. Here's what we did. uh, Sunday, it's supposed to be 11 a.m. in the morning. That's when we're supposed to do this. But I had so much stuff going on Sunday. A bunch of stuff got shifted around. Mm-hmm. That it was cutting into it. We had some film fact, film fact, film sack <laughs> shifting, some other stuff like that going on. And because of that, I was like, "Hey, hun, can we do this after everyone leaves tomorrow night?" I had a family event um, at our house. Yeah, and they were all kind of big family dinner. It wasn't right, but you had to make it's an event because you have to make dinner and make everybody happy and put them all in, <laughs> in a seat. It's, right? It's that way whenever you have family over. When you have a large family and everyone comes over, it's. Pretty much an event. Yeah, it is kind of here, especially when Kim's family comes, because there's a ton of them. Yeah. And so uh, because of that, we had a lot going on. And I so said, we well, thought, let's I, just do it right after everyone leaves. Yeah. And I told you that I said, hey, Kim, let's do it at six or seven or whenever they leave, or eight, whatever it was. And you said, oh, OK, cool. No problem. Let's make it work. And then they were here and they were here for a long time. And it was. Just a lot of, you know, family stuff, extended family stuff. And by the time they were gone, everybody's settling in. Carter's got work and school the next morning. Uh, so does Nick. So, or he had work. And so everybody's like got their plans and doing their thing. And the baby was here and we were playing with him and we just forgot. And we went yeah. to bed and it wasn't until the next morning I get a text from Kim <laughs> that says, hey, we didn't do our show. <laughs> and I was like, ah, shit. That's the first moment <clears throat> we both went, how? How? How do we forget? How do we not remember that night? I don't know what happened. That was really odd, but uh, but we decided it's all right though that we wouldn't miss it today. So that's why we're here now, and uh, we're happy to do it. Kim's in a slightly different uh, position than she was previously. Wow. Well, you know what I mean. Like yeah. you're in a different <laughs> part of the room, part of the studio I here. Know. I don't know why you moved me around. Is it weird it to feels, you because it you feels feel- I'm facing a wall? She's being interrogated. 
The best part of this, I wish I could show this. Please, Actually, you know what I can. state your name for the record. The wall she's facing has yeah. that look. It has this Han Solo with a baby face yeah. staring at her. So I don't know the... why you turned. Why, why, are we doing, why are we doing this? Because <laughs> it's funny. No, that's not the main reason. I have a technical reason. That camera is normally, see those tape spots on the floor over there? Yeah. That gets moved over there, then raised up, and it's now like a studio cam. And it's you, the only option I had. You've moved things around in the studio. Yes, I moved some things around. Not a problem. My, my apologies that you are having to face a wall and be interrogated <laughs> by a pink-faced Han Solo. Anyway, uh, it's nice to be here. I hope you had a nice week, hon, because it was a crazy one, I it felt It was like. crazy. Yeah. We Did had a lot going on. Too much. But I don't know. I don't know if this week's going to be any better. It well, just gets crazy this time of year. What do you think about... Okay, I, I, I'm saying this as if I'm coming up with the idea. I'm not actually, but you had you had the idea that for for Mother's Day mm-hmm. that we take off for a weekend, just for a couple of days. Yeah, for a couple of days, and just just chill out. Yeah, doesn't that sound nice? Hopefully, a pool. Do you like that more know. than normal Mother's Day things? Do you I pre- usually do that though. I mean, oh. think about it. I usually my kids laugh because they. They think it's funny that, yeah, it's Mother's Day and she doesn't want to be a mom that day. So she always leaves. Mm-hmm. That's what Nick always says. He's just being snarky about Um, I like to get away and do something totally not mom related that is just for me. Yeah. By the way, I like your hair. Thank you. Let's point this out real quick. So Kim got a haircut. Yes, I did. See how buzzed on the side and back it is? And what it's done, you still got the pink. You can't see in this lighting because the lighting the sucks. But you still got the purple on yeah. top. But then you got these cool J. Jonah Jameson looking <laughs> kind of silvers on the side and back. And Kim, uh, that's my natural hair color. Kim has her oh, family. So silver. Her family has the coolest silver hair. And I don't mean gray. You can't tell in this lighting. This lighting sucks. But when I turn gray, my gray hair looks like gray, like yeah. nasty ass yeah. uh, Gandalf the gray. <laughs> Kim looks like Gandalf the white with like beautiful, shiny, almost glass like. It's very Silvers. silver. Carter's got a lot of it. I get it from my dad. He's Carter's totally 21, silver. and she's already yeah. got a bunch of these little silvers going on. I and mean, it's it, so her cool. hair isn't silver, but she, you can see a few of them in there. It's kind of fun. Yeah, but it's a good look. It's yeah. like a, it's a, you know, and, and and there are people out there right now. This is like the hot new thing right now, I've noticed. Uh, yeah. Instagram girls or whatever out there getting their hairs, uh, hair done to be silver looking. Yeah. So what you have naturally, they're all trying to get it <laughs> in their 20s, you know, like a bunch of weirdos. Uh, yeah, but I don't want it to ever make me look old. That's what I worry about. Well, like, look at chat rooms bringing it up, but Justin Robert Young, he has this oh, yes. beautiful shocks of, of silver hair in his, it's true. In his, in his bushy hair man hair. <laughs> and he's only like 36. Bushy hair man hair. And he's been dealing with the grays since 30. Uh, so, and he's embraced it, so embrace it, babe. It's all good. It's not necessarily the same thing for a girl. Let's be honest here. Well, but sometimes... Men look distinguished. They really? always go this very distinguished look when they go white or silver or gray. I disagree. I look like shite. And I think that women end up feeling, maybe, and some people do, look older. I've mm. known people that, that look older than their age because they went gray or silver. Or I think I look terrible. <laughs> I don't not. look distinguished. There's no distinguishing. <laughs> Nobody looks at me and goes, You're very oh, distinguishing, yes. babe. Hmm. <laughs> I've noticed that as I get older, I don't, I didn't mean this episode to be about age, but as I get older, my eyes start to turn to droop. You know how Carter you gets think? when she's tired? Don't you I think I'm getting kind of like... Getting I have like, not noticed that. Like they're going down this way, chat I think room. that's what we do, though. We always look at our 
our worst selves in the mirror. That's kind of what we all do, I think, a little bit. Yeah, because even when I was, uh, so back in 2015 when I was like 40 pounds less. Excuse me. (laughs) Wow. I was sorry. That was the uh, the chai tea coming up there. But I was uh, I was a much more. (laughs) I was really I was really at my best, my favorite weight. I was very happy there. But you didn't know it at the time. No, I'd look in the mirror, you know, shirtless and go, still, what is this? What are we looking at here? This is not good because I've never had a positive body image ever my whole life. I think that everyone deals with it in some form. Yeah, it's natural. They never see themselves as, yeah, I'm at the perfect weight, height, everything I ever wanted. Well, I guess some people do. They become models. Yeah. But I don't think that's true even. Really? I think they still have self-image image issues. Yeah. I think it's a just part, it's part it, of the so. uh, human. In fact, it's a great, if you can figure out a way to conquer it, I say, I say hats off to whoever you are for doing it. Yeah. it's hard. And you, it's if hard you have friends that walk around going, don't I look great? You're like, well, you're not my friend. Yeah. <laughs> not really my friend, are you? But yeah, like I. I, uh, I think there's a good positive self-image. I don't think there should ever be a perfect self-image. No. Like, wow, I look great. I do think that it's an issue for a lot of girls growing up that don't have enough positive self-image. I do have this problem where uh, years later I'll look at an old photo and go, hey, I looked all right back then. Why was I, <laughs> I worried at the that. time? Look at me in that picture. Hey, I look great. <laughs> yeah, look at us. And this was only, it was a year where I thought I looked like crap. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we got to stop doing that. People, I mean, not just me, but like the world. Let's all just stop worrying about how we look all the time. Yeah. That's true. Let's re let's refocus that energy on things like on doing good things everywhere else. Apex Legends and how good you are, <laughs> and how good you are. On do that. you what do you know? Let's have a fun little quiz here. What okay. do you know about Apex Legends? Nothing but the name. Let's play a theme song. Like that. All right, Kim's gonna. Oh, you only know the name. I only I've heard you guys talk about it. That's do you it. know that your son is completely obsessed with it? And I can't stop playing. Kind it? of knew that. Yeah. Because he does talk about it a lot. Yeah. Did you know he's up till three o'clock in the morning some nights playing with your son-in-law? Um, no. You didn't know that. So all that's right. just great. Do well, you, I don't think he does that on a work night. So no, that's you're good. probably right. Do you know any of the names of the characters featured not in the game one. Apex Legends? Not a one. Okay, I'm going to give them to you, okay. and then you can decide if you want to remember these or not. I like your music. This will help. <laughs> this will help when you're dealing with Nick on a mother-son basis. <laughs> I can throw some of this out there and I'll be... Yeah, he'll be like, oh my gosh, my my mom is so cool, you guys. (laughs) Here you go. The characters' names are Bigelow, Junkface, Stinky, Garbanzo, Fun Buns, Pud, Chappie, and Hot Topic. Oh my gosh. I just gave you absolutely the real names for those characters and not fake ones I made up. That sounds like you made them all up. I did make them up. I totally did. Okay. (laughs) But I thought I'd share that with you. Anyway. Fun buns? Fun buns. She's got these two buns on the outside of her head. or, or The outside of her head. It's just her hair is in buns. And I like to call her fun buns. And there's one guy who's kind of a jerk, and I call him Pud. Anyway. Okay. Uh, chat room. I call BS. Really? You think? <laughs> I wouldn't have even known. That's the only funny part. That's true. I wouldn't have known you were lying to me. Hey, I got a question before we get to some of our emails and calls and What's stuff. That? If you don't mind. Are you all right with that? I don't mind. Okay. Well, I don't mind yet. <laughs> our, our cameras are less harsh today. I, I've toned them down. We don't look like orange flashlights. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. good. So Last time it was a little, a little weird. Much. It was a little much. And we didn't look like we were in the same room. No. That was weird. Yeah, it was weird. What's your question? Here's my question. Uh, you have some, and this, I'm not calling anybody out in particular. We're not going to use names or anything. Okay. 
but we all have somebody in our lives. I'm sure everybody in the chat and everyone listening at home can can uh, commiserate here. We all have people in our lives that are either by nature or have built this over time or even more recently have decided that they are a little conspiratorial, right? Okay. Like they, they'll buy into a, a wacky idea and the deeper they go, the harder it is to get them out of that okay. hole. I can, I, I you know agree what I mean. with you so far. You yes, know what I mean, Everyone right? knows someone. <clears throat> so our daughter, Taylor, when she had the baby, Van, who is now our grandson. Grandson. <laughs> uh, he was born uh, and had a great birth and uh, since then has been uh, not nary even a cold or a, or a virus or anything, right? Right. And part of that is because Taylor's been very careful about that. She tells people, look, if you're coming to see the baby and you're sick, don't don't come. I'll, I'll bring him to you when you're mm-hmm. feeling better. Mm-hmm. Like she's She's been good about that, but also she made it very clear to all the extended family, hey, everybody get your flu shots, get your whooping cough shot that's out this year. If you want to meet the baby. If you yes. want to hold the baby. You can still be in the room, yeah. whatever, but I don't, I don't want the kid getting sick, especially in the winter, in the worst flu month of the year, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. All I think all very smart mother decisions. Yes. Not a problem. And she's not the one I'm calling conspiratorial. I think she's right. She's she's right to want well, yeah, to help gotta him. Yeah, you got to keep your baby safe and happy. And sure. Well, I mean, he's going to get sick in his life anyway, and that's all going to happen naturally, and that's fine. Just not while he's a month old. When he's a month old, though, you put him at real risk when you know, right? Okay. Like Cuban flu or whatever. Anyway, where are you going with? Here's this? where I'm going with this. There are a number of people on both sides of the family, yeah. meaning on Dylan's side and on Taylor's side, a number of people who have opted not to get their flu shots or more. some are even to the point of not getting any sort of immunization and or vaccination of any sort because they've bought into the ridiculous and stupid and debunked theory that anybody who gets a vaccine is going to obtain uh, a certain level of autism. Okay, they've bought into the story. Now, on your side of the family, we have somebody who's actually bought into more of the idea that there's a bunch of weird brain altering chemicals in these things and the government's just trying to get you. All right. Get you. So I guess what I'm saying is I deal with it by getting very frustrated and feel like saying something. And I never do. But I feel like saying, well, I guess actually not true. I sat your mom down and I, whoops. Oh, honey. (laughs) I just said who it was. (laughs) I sat this person down uh, the other night, which is partly why we didn't uh, end on time and have a show, <laughs> and, and tried to explain to her my feelings and thoughts on it, and that it was sad that because of her and choice- And your truths, let's be honest. You my were like, truths. Here are some, it's not just your ideas and your thoughts and your, well, you know, maybe it's a good idea because it's, here's hard proof that this is yeah, going to help you out. Here's not only hard proof, but also here are some people that she likes and trusts saying the exact same thing. Okay. And trying to where are you going with this? The mister? point of this is I want to I want to know how you handle this sort of thing. If somebody just is blatantly in front of you going, I I honestly because I was mom of small children and things like that, um, and and was definitely vaccinating my kids through all of this, and they had to go to school, and it was mandatory to get everything at the time. <clears throat> so now I feel like it's interesting that anyone that chooses not to, I it's it's a choice. There oh, it's definitely a there. choice. It's a choice, all I right. I really have a hard time when it's a choice that could affect your child and they have no say in this. Um, yeah. You know, everyone's been reading in the news about the family that their son, was it a son that went to the hospital for 50, 
seven days or something over. Yeah, this kid in Portland, in little Portland, little six okay. year old or so, I can't remember his exact age, but he went to he got put in the hospital for uh, tetanus. Tetanus, which was which basically is, eradicated is it, in Portland. There's no such thing as people getting tetanus. Right, if it's they get, tetanus. It's a tetanus shot. It's what you get when you step on a nail because the whatever is in the rust and all of I don't right. I don't know all the and if you're and reasons, if you're getting vaccinated but, you get vaccinated against that from the get go so you shouldn't have this problem right and then but you they, get boosters if you get hurt you do a booster you just do a in booster case just and, in case right exactly right. all normal stuff we've been doing for freaking fifty years and this kid hasn't been getting them because his parents refuse to do it he gets tetanus he gets very sick apparently in the very young tetanus is really bad really well like a lot of things young and really old. These yeah, are, these things can be really exactly, bad. and especially childhood diseases like measles, uh, back in the day polio, things it's like that. Even the same thing with the flu, right? Your the flu can be worse is, on you. You know, yeah. if you're young, if you're a baby and you get the flu, that's can be really scary. <laughs> it's super scary, very dangerous, and so this kid ends up fifty something days in the in the hospital. In the hospital, it costs him eight hundred thousand dollars, nearly a million yep. dollars in medical bills, and on the other end of all this. They, and he almost died multiple times oh, this close to death bad. and had emergency stuff happen at the hospital. The best care you can get, yet still this close to death. All of that later, they still refuse to vaccinate the kid. Yeah. So now. I think there's a choice in the matter when it's the right choice for your child. If you're, I don't, I don't even know when it would be the right choice to not vaccinate them against some of the things that are out there. But. That was that's a crazy story to me because I feel like you've you've already been there. You you know your son got it. I'm not sure how he got it, but he got it, and you're still not willing to protect him from it again. Right. So even then, you don't. Learn I don't understand that part. Well, that's just people just buy into the thing, and then they go deeper and deeper, and then they lock themselves. Well, I'm sure in. we have listeners even right now that are like, "Well, I chose not to do that, and that's my choice." I I'm not here to piss anyone off. At I'm what not level? To, well, of course you're not. But at what level are you? Okay, if I did, if I said, man, I really, I just believe that I shouldn't give my kid more than one glass of water a week. I just really <laughs> oh believe gosh. it. You know what would happen? Social services would be here yeah. and they would be separating me because I am denying my kid the ability to have enough water to survive. Right. So that's child abuse of some yes. level. So what's the difference between that and what they did to this kid to me? Oh, I don't think there's a lot of difference uh. in what was going on there. The hard part. And I've talked to Taylor about this because I didn't have any conversations with her before she had the baby. So I wasn't quite sure what she had bought into or we hadn't really talked about vaccinations. And I, she goes, did you hear about the anti-vaxxers? And I just went, oh, what what, what yeah, did I you know. hear? It's what like have you, you been even, listening to? I don't know. It's like you don't even want to go. I don't know if I want to hear this conversation for my own daughter. But she goes, yeah, if someone made my kid sick and gave them the measles, I'd be pissed. So definitely, yeah. you know, Van's getting his shots. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> Yeah, of course, he's, of course he's getting it. We've eradicated these things for years and years and years, 50 years in the United States, mm-hmm. measles, and we have outbreaks because people are choosing not to give the vaccination. Mm-hmm. And it's affecting not just the kids whose parents choose this for them, but everybody else. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad for herd immunity. we got diseases we <laughs> oh. that were basically eradicated and are now like making a comeback in certain communities. And it makes me more angry, the you know, people in charge that are saying things like, we only have to worry about that in third world countries because we have antibiotics. Well, antibiotics don't do anything for measles. Hello. Yeah. yeah. The other thing <laughs> Let's to remember. Let's at least get, be informed. Here's the at other. At least be informed well, about what then we're they, deciding. But see, this is the problem with conspiratorial thinking. You think you're in, you, you, when someone says at least be informed, oh, by what? Your sources? 
Like, you know what I mean? Okay, let's then figure out where the real, true, absolute sources are, and that's usually going to be your doctor. Yeah, it's science, and it's but, science but people and, see science as mm-hmm. as part of the problem, and that's and so once you've done that, there's no winning those conversations. No, once you've said you're right, my critical thinking ends begins and ends with whatever whack job I listened to late <laughs> at night on the radio, or whatever uh, my <laughs> uncle said, or whatever, and, and and it stops and ends there, starts and ends there. Then you're never gonna go. You're never gonna get there. I mean, no. you might, you you could, but you dig in and it's all a conspiracy then and everyone's out to get you. And that's what they want you to think. And yeah. all that thinking, I can't but it, freaking stand it. But it harms stand other it. people. That's where you're like, okay, but you, you are harming other people. Yeah, which is why I believe I would classify what that couple did. And I hope they work around this and find a way to f- find the freaking equilibrium <laughs> they need in their life to best take care of their kid. But I think it's I think it's neglect at the very least, abuse at the at the highest level. And here's After the other thing. After all of that, yes. Here's the other thing. I guarantee you, those parents were vaccinated. Well, because you had to. But not only did they have to, but they don't have tetanus. They right. didn't die of measles. Right. They because didn't have they any were... of that because they were vaccinated. Right. Because the science proved through <laughs> that they could be become adults and childbearing in their own right. And now they're screwing their kid with yeah. this because they bought into some ex-Playboy uh, bunny who said that, hey, my kid's autistic, therefore it must have been the vaccine. Yeah, it must have been the vaccination. This oh, makes man. me want to put, uh, I don't know, it makes me want to punch a donkey. And that's not fair. Okay. To the, it's not fair to the donkey, is it? No. No. The donkey, or the kids. The donkey didn't do anything to deserve this. I. It's frustrating to watch how uh, in certain states they're, they're making it the ability to choose not to have your kids vaccinated on all of these reasonings. Yeah, there's 21 states. Ugh. There's 21 states with legislation in place or or, or proposed legislation. Proposed legislation to make yeah. it so. And and look, I am all about parents having their own choices, they and I know it's a choices, slippery slope and all that. Just find out the actual facts about things before yes. we make that decision. Yes, but because there are people who are crazy anyway, <laughs> we got to decide what to do. Them, we are a we nation of laws, people. and if we're going to believe in laws, then we should have laws that are smart, yeah. laws that make sense. And not just willy nilly. F- if you're going to go thing. full libertarian and go, well, I get to choose whatever. Okay, but if it starts to affect the rest of society, get the f out. Right. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I'm getting all irritated. Oh, you are because I don't understand. <laughs> Look, I understand. You don't understand when it harms children. I understand why completely why it. people might be. Ooh, what's in that shot? Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. Ooh, I should look it up. Oh, the internet tells me these 50 different things. I don't know who to believe. I understand that path. I get it, but. Like your dad, this is what I love about your dad. What a sweetheart, right? Usually it's like he'll, he's so sweet with your mom and will always back her and be with her and care, you know, he's always with your mom. Yeah. And if his, if his, if your mom's like, I don't want to do it because there's a chemical in there that'll give me a third eyeball, he would say, well, okay, dear, I won't get the flu shot, whatever. But then when Taylor said, hey, everybody wants to hold the baby, get your flu shots. He went out and got a flu shot because yeah. he's a great grandpa now <laughs> and he wants to hold the little peanut. <laughs> It's so cute. It made me want to cry. He's great. Anyway, educate yourselves, everybody. Just educate yourselves. It's the most controversial skim we've ever made. It's it certainly is. And yeah. just so you know, for people who choose who think that it's the combination of all the vaccinations at one time. Yeah. Spread it out. Spread it out. Because Taylor talked to her doctor about that. She's like, I don't like the idea of giving him so many chemicals all at one time. These vaccinations, sorry, not chemicals, but the vaccinations. Well, they're you know, chemicals. They give you four 
at a time in one day. And she's like, I just don't like the idea of that much in a system. So she talked to her pediatrician and they're going to spread them out. Yeah, and they're fine with that. They'll do that. You pay your copay more often, but it's worth it to her to to have them spread out and be like, okay, well, this week we're going to do this one and next month we'll get the... You know, instead of the DPT, all the of them at the same time, which is tetanus, by the way. Yeah. Um, he will get that, but not at the same time as all the others. Kim gave or Kim. I my, think it's, it's if it's what bothers you about it, talk to your doctor. My parents different. gave me all the stuff, right? Oh yeah. And this is back when you know this in the seventies when the needles eight times as we big. We didn't even and, get the chickenpox vaccine, by the way. Right. <laughs> We and all I got chickenpox at the time. I ended up getting chickenpox, chickenpox as well, and that was the mm-hmm. only one I think they didn't. Um, immunized for him. They didn't do that till after Taylor, by the way, because Taylor got chickenpox. Yeah, I remember that. She was, and it was a painful case. Yeah, she did not enjoy she that. She was like a year and a half. Well, chickenpox isn't as deadly or whatever. No, but, but she was tiny and she still has scars from it. Right. So I just don't know why you want to put your kids at risk. That's all. <laughs> and you'll say, "Well, what about putting them at risk for this other thing?" All right. Well, that doesn't. That's backed by nothing. So, like life, life is full of mysteries and unknowns. Uh, I remember a time when eggs were the worst thing I could eat. <laughs> And now I'm being told, eat lots more eggs because eggs aren't nothing wrong with eggs. Eat all the eggs you can. Oh, wait, I thought those were bad. No, no, no. Those are good cholesterol. Good cholesterol now. Oh, really? Because for like a decade there, you were all telling me they weren't. Don't like, eat your eggs. Yeah. I, I, get mm-hmm. the, I get that society goes with their ideas. You just do the very best you can and don't base it on fear and reactionaryism. Just go in with your eyes wide open, mm-hmm. get as much information as you can, really study down on the thing and don't listen to your wacky uncle. Okay. Yep. There you right. go. Unless that wacky uncle is me. <laughs> all right. Enough of that. We could go on with that all day, but I'm going to read you an email, Kim. Would you like to hear an email? Absolutely. Here it is. You know, you could say the phrase, let your decision to not vaccinate your children be a pox upon your family. <laughs> Literally, it would be a pox upon your family. Okay. Controversy. All right. Email. People Narla. make your own decisions. Narla wrote in, if that is a real name, Narla. <laughs> Hey. I shouldn't make fun. It's probably real. It is. It's cute. I don't know. I like it. All right. Narla says, oh, that is cute. Imagine a little baby named Narla. That's yep. cute, right? Uh, Here you go. How come you guys never talk about the fights you have? Everyone fights. What do you fight about, Narla? Oh, we everyone <laughs> fights. It's true. We don't really fight, though. We have arguments. Oh, yeah, sure. But is that fighting? That's true. No physical fighting, no. Well, no, but I mean, we're not even, we don't yell at each other, do we? I punched you in the arm. Yeah, but that's always <laughs> in jest, and I never punch you back. No, like, that's who, true. I'd get killed if you I did that. Get, you would. But she, the worst it ever gets is like a disagreement, argument. It's always verbal. It never, never reaches the point of yelling. I've no. never, we've never done that. No. When have I ever yelled at you? Let me think for a second. Have I ever I mean, yelled? If we, if we had heated arguments. Let's call them that. Yeah. And it's usually about stupid stuff. It's usually about the same thing as everyone else. It's over money. That's a big yeah. one for most couples. Yeah, money's huge. Money whether sucks. It's, I hate money. It's, you know, whether it's there's not enough or you spent it here or I decided this for our, for us and, you you know, those kinds of arguments. Um, What else have we found about? Nothing. Ever? I can't think of anything. How we raise the kids sometimes because... um. You've definitely got daddy's girls and mama's boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have that dynamic in this house, for sure. We do. So a lot of times I will I will back the daughter faction yeah. pretty hard when you are <laughs> When I'm like, opposition. no, they know better. 
And then the same thing goes for Nick. Oh yeah, very you're very protective of Nick, be and I'll be like extremely a, mad yeah. at him for something. Yeah. And I'll be like, you got to remember what it was like when you were 18. Mm-hmm. We had that argument just the other day. Yeah. You got to remember, and he was like, oh, it's hard that's for right. me. It's hard for me because you want them to be good, happy teenagers, adults, even kids that make good decisions, and they don't. Part they of, don't know how to yet. No, they don't know how to yet. But part of it for me, uh, with him in particular, he's not here, so he won't hear this. No. Uh, I see myself in him so much, like so much of me, and therefore what I consider to be my greatest weaknesses, even today, I see them in him. And you want them to not be And I don't want him to there. have them. Yeah. I want him to not have those. And so I, I, I sometimes go overboard. Admittedly, I go overboard. But see, this is what we're doing right now. Is the it's solution. usually how it ends up. This after is the solution. An argument. This is our conversation. Yes, you have to have That's a true. podcast and you have to talk about it. <laughs> no, this is the same conversation <laughs> we had afterwards. Was like uh, Scott, you have to remember what it was like to be his age. You remember that you did this, this, and this that you told me about, and you're like, oh crap, you're right. Yeah. The same stupid mistakes. The same whatever. But you have to be willing also to acknowledge that. That's the yeah. hard part for most people, and it's hard for me. But I still, I know I, I've done this long enough to know that what I that I feel a lot better once I can acknowledge my role in this. Yeah. And the same goes for you. Like there'll be times where you're just cranky and yeah. I'll, and I'll tell you that much. And you're like, whatever. Bah, bah, bah. And then, <laughs> then two hours later, I'll get a text from Kim going, I'm sorry. That's totally me this morning. Whatever, whatever. So yeah. she'll do the same thing. It's just in the a, heat of the moment. No one's willing to admit they're really just no. cranky and, and hangry. Sometimes. Sometimes and, you just got to let that happen. Yeah. Let that happen. Let it get out. Hangry. Oh, Carter. Carter's the hangriest. <laughs> If Carter's cranky, Carter's you can hangries. count on that 90% of the times that she just doesn't have enough carbs yeah, right it's now. It's true. Give her a it's minute. True. Give her some she food. She gets low blood sugar. <laughs> give her some noodles or something. And she's like, okay, I'm good now. Yeah, and this should be fine and the happiest kid yeah. in the, forever. But uh, I can't think of other things we fought over, though. There's no fighting, really. I mean, or even argued about. I mean, we ha- everyone has them. Could it be a Don't case, get me wrong. Could it be a case like this? Like I always talk about uh, when someone's saying, oh, my kid will never sleep with the baby or... Or, oh, the, I can't believe my son did this or whatever. And they say, how did you do this for three of them? And I'll say, I don't know. It didn't ever seem like hard work. It was always great. I think part of that is true. I mean, you just love them and you work through it and it's all fine. But at the moment, there were moments. There were hard things going on. Yeah. So maybe what it, what it is as part of it is you, you're committed. So then that stuff doesn't seem so harsh. Mm-hmm. But you, as you as you go through it, you realize that it was worth it, and therefore it just diminishes the the power of the negative. And I think the same thing goes for our relationship as yeah. as a couple. You're committed, so you are going to make it work. Yeah, I think that's it. And just talk, man. And sometimes I'll, you know what? Here, I'll make an admission right now. Here's a here's a healing moment. Okay. <laughs> Kim will say, "Hey, I'm going." Um, with my sister to so and such and such uh, across town to pick up a thing. Do you need anything? And I'll say, no, I'm good. Uh, have fun, but don't go crazy. I have this <laughs> phrase where I say, don't go crazy. Now we know what Kim and I know what that's code for. Yeah. That's code for me. Don't going, spend any money. Don't spend a bunch of money. Yeah. <laughs> Not any money, but you know, well, don't spend a bunch of money. That's what he says every time. And it makes me so mad. Fry, fries her cheese, man. It's just one of those things where I really, <laughs> really, <laughs> Have I ever done that? Have I ever totally screwed the family over no, on ever. buying something stupid? Yeah, no. No, but I'm paranoid because, I mean, I, I, could, I could give you <laughs> lots of reasons. It's not necessarily about me that he's paranoid. No. It's just he's paranoid in general, but I get the brunt of it because who else is he going to say that yeah. to? <laughs> Finances paranoid make me paranoid. 
It's true. And, you know, my dad lost his whole world when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, the business, the, the, the house, the, at the time, motorhomes and boats and all sorts of fancy business went away. And, and we were on a, like a welfare thing for a while. And, and it was rough. Like watching all that happen was rough. And it made me lifelong paranoid about yeah. not having an, I mean, people always say, Hey, that's cool that you jumped out and made frog pants full time in 2009. What's your only regret? My only regret is I let that paranoia make it keep me from doing it sooner. Yeah, Yeah. because I was just so like, oh, I didn't grow up with any of that. I didn't grow up with any motorhomes or big houses or any of that stuff, and so it never has affected me the same. Mm -hmm. But I had to learn what it what he was talking about. Yeah, which was was a little bit of a what now? Why would you think that I would do anything like that? It's not you. It's not you. It isn't you. It's it's, never been you. It's just. It's just a paranoia thing, but it, we have uh, had arguments about you saying that. I see a bunch of groceries and I go, oh, seriously, what's you going went, on? You went crazy. You went crazy. I'm like, <laughs> no, they were just the cereal was on sale. <laughs> right. So I admit that that's yeah. a thing I do and that I shouldn't do, and it drives you up the wall. And it's all right. Now we've gotten past it. Now that I really understand what he's what he means by that, mm-hmm. I have to just go whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Also, when I pull up the emergency brake a couple of notches, that's got nothing to do with this. That's a thing I should be able to do once in a while just it's to irritate It's one you. of those things that just irritates me. It's kind of like, okay, <laughs> here's another one that you do on purpose that makes me nuts. What? I have the thing where you you like your arm to be tickled. Oh, I love it. Or your hair. Or, or anything. I just, just love anywhere. a light. You just like to be like... tickled. And it gives you goosebumps and whatever. It makes me want to climb out of... She the hates freaking it. car. She freaking it hates it. Drives me crazy. And sometimes you do it while I'm driving, and I just want to punch you, but, but I know not, that's not a good idea. But I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. it. Sometimes it's just out of my head doing it. Sometimes, yes. Very rarely am I doing it to annoy you. <laughs> that Very. is something we argue about because he thinks it's so funny that it drives me insane. Yeah, it is kind of funny. And it's one of those things that you either you really like that or you don't. I don't. She hates it. It makes me want to crawl out of my skin. Like, if, imagine just, her, uh, this is her arm. If you go like this, <laughs> probably even watching me do this is enough to make her know, freak not, out. not, but I know what you're doing. <laughs> but for me, I, that, that'll put me to sleep. It'll yep. give me a better day. It'll be like the greatest moment of the day to, to suddenly stop and have somebody tickle my neck. It oh. makes me want to jump up and punch someone. <laughs> it does. I don't know why. It just, it makes my skin crawl. I hate it. Well, uh. Crawly McCrawly skin. So yes, we've had that argument too, where he's and then he just starts laughing because he thinks it's so funny. That's a little funny. It drives me crazy, especially when I can get you giggling because I can <laughs> do that, and then you get really mad. So yeah, matter. All right, well, see, true. we've we've aired some laundry see, today. We've, we've aired some laundry. Now you guys know what drives us both crazy. Thank you, Narla, if that is your <laughs> real name. All right, we got an email or a phone call. This uh, 801-471-0462 is the number they called to leave us these voicemails. I have two of them today. You're encouraged to do that. We'd love to get your voicemails, everybody. 801-471-0462. Keep it reasonably length and uh, it'll get played. That's not a word, is it? (laughs) No. Lengthed. All right, here it is. This is, uh, well, it's another financial question. Here you go. Hey, Scott and Kim. This is uh, Travis. Um. I'm just curious on what your guys' finances are. Um, not, not the actual dollar amounts, and I know that's personal information, but more along the lines of how you two uh, deal with your finances. Um, if there's any types of, you know, philosophies that you guys live by, I mean, um, do you guys give to charity? Do you guys put, you know, a chunk of change away each month for savings? And 
um, what you guys did for your kids for college, just more of more of the the philosophy bef- behind uh, how you guys handle your finances. Um, you know, I'm not looking for personal numbers. Uh, <laughs> and our bank account number is yeah, and our uh, the transfer number. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, so here's how it works. I say, don't go crazy. And then she goes and spends it. Just kidding. It's not true. <laughs> not true at all. Um, I, I'll tell you this because of my financial paranoia and this, this may, this may actually make it, make it worse when I say things like don't go crazy. Uh, part of the reason I think I might do that is because I am kind of an out of sight, out of mind guy when it comes to financial stuff. I hate it. I can't stand it. It stresses me out. It just gives me stress. The very beginning of our marriage, he we did bills together. We sat down, made our budget, like like a lot of people do. Yeah. And after a while, with him going to work, and I decided to stay home with kids. Yeah. I started doing the finances. I started paying the bills, buying all the groceries, all those things. He didn't, you know, that's wasn't his passion. I, I stopped paying bills. Yes. Kim started well, paying the bills. <laughs> Scott stopped paying his bills. Um. <laughs> We it's true, I did. It took us a long time to get to a point where we could have a good savings. Mm-hmm. We didn't we started out with both of us working and then once I had Taylor I decided the most important thing for me was to stay home. Right. I know that isn't for a lot of people and that's totally fine. I think the harder thing to do sometimes is stay home. <laughs> yeah, no, I I agree. And some people absolutely have to get back to work. Right. Not I don't have any, you know, there's no animosity towards in direction you take with that it's a personal decision yeah and i there's a lot of people get weird about that we, yeah we don't and i mean we I'm, were lucky enough to do it and it felt important yeah. to us as for our family but yes everybody there's everyone's different everyone's yes. got different stuff taylor's so. going back to work she's going to do her photography stuff and so i i'm proud of her for that yeah um but it's absolutely a choice you have to make d- together mm-hmm. um mine was to stay home and so i started doing the bills and things like that it took us a long time to get to the point where we would be able to put stuff away our kids were teenagers and that's when it was all of a sudden, oh my gosh, they're going to want to go to college. Yeah, you had to start you know? tucking it. And I know a lot of people can start at the very beginning of their um, kids' lives to start a college fund. We just weren't in that position. Right. I think more power too if you can. That's great. Right. But we decided because they were a little bit older before we could put money away for that, that we would only pay for one year of college. Yeah. That includes, you know, college, books place to live, all of those things for one year because I felt like it was important for them to get their kind of, you know, their footing in that as an adult. Yeah. And so, like Carter, so far... Car- Carter's heading toward master's, yeah. possibly PhD at this point. Well... Maybe. She's still... She's back I don't know. She's wondering whether or not she wants to just get a great job in that field. She should just go... She should field. get a master's degree because she's that close to it. She's yeah. really close. Well, no, um, she's close to her bachelor's. Right, but, but, anyway. well, but that's what I'm saying. She's almost to the end of that, and then she's yeah. then it would be what another few years, couple yeah. maybe, and she'd get it. And I just think it'd make her more valuable. She's already outrageously talented and can do whatever she wants. But yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think so, anyway. But the point is, like, yeah, here's we, the thing: we I didn't want to do taxes start. anymore. I didn't want to do any of that. <laughs> and so Kim does all of it now, and it stresses me to death every she year. She also for taxes. owns. 51% of the company. So anytime Frog Pants does anything, she, I mean, honestly, here's the thing. Because Kim does all this, I'm not saying this is good or bad, but because Kim <laughs> handles, you know, pays the, the house note, pays the, the electrical, uh, pays off the cars, which by the way, we highly recommend paying off your cars. 
Get, <laughs> okay. get to a place where you don't where you don't owe money on your cars. It feels really good not to owe money on your cars. It's fantastic. Yeah, we don't have new cars either. You so. can, no, they're not. We paid them over years of time. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, I yeah. bought my crappy Ford in what twenty eleven. Yeah. Paid anyway. it off last year. Anyway, off subject. Yeah, off subject. <laughs> the point is, uh, uh, you know, she's doing all of that. What was my? I was actually at a really because good point. I think that helps you to be able to do everything you're doing. Oh, I know what it was. Some people might go, "Oh, Kim could just screw you in a week." Like. <laughs> She owns 51% of the company, a controlling interest in the thing. So she could take all of that. She could take all. I don't know any of the bank passwords. Like, it's kind of bad that I don't That's know. That's probably not good. You should probably. I should have, have a somewhere. little closer adherence to, like, what is actually going on. But she has been so good about it. And it has been so, such a good balance for us. That just comes out of trust, I think. Oh, yeah. You and have the, to and be I'm, able to trust me that I know <laughs> that we're putting money away, that we are get. you know, we, we didn't have any... Anyway, chat room says John uh, John Florida 1968 says, can Kim do my taxes? <laughs> no, <laughs> no I hate lot. doing taxes. I hate taking them all to our tax guy. And I'm like, did I do this? Do I have everything you need? Yeah, it's and pretty I just gnarly. Hand it up. Yeah. No, and, but look, it's it's there, there's yeah. no. Um, so as far as that goes, that's what we did with our kids. We pay for one year of college. Yeah. Nick has not chosen to do that yet. His money is still sitting in an account going Okay, when you decide what you want to do, yeah. we will help you out with that. And he's just he knows it's there and whatever. Just big believers in um, like not giving your kids everything. No. Like their cars. I want them to earn no. that kind of stuff. I want them to be independent. And I, yeah. I I don't want kids whose first instinct is to ask all the adults around them for bailouts. Um it was an important thing for my my parents to teach me and it stuck with me. I don't ever ask for help, even when we need it. I'm kind of bad at that. I would rather I would rather figure things we'll out. We flounder a little. We did when we were first married. We floundered a little bit with buying a new house, and we had yeah. to figure that out all on our own. We never got no cosigns, no nothing, and it's and yeah. it's fine. No, it's it totally worked fine. out it's totally better fine. for us for that. Yeah, that's all my whole point, um, and I think that's important to instill in your kids. Yeah, it's otherwise, really important. otherwise they're just going to come to you, and it's not even about them coming to you. It's just that you want them to find their own center of gravity. And, yeah. And stick What's with funny it. is now I'll tell Taylor, oh, let let us help you out with that. She's like, no, 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 we got this. We'll yeah. figure it Even out. when we know we'll something's going paycheck. hard for yeah. them, yeah, we'll be like, we'll link, we'll, so, we'll do it. They're we'll, so we'll, smart. We'll cover it till next whatever. And they're like, no, it's okay. We we don't want to do that. Like we don't, yeah. we want to be able to, you know, like that, that is hugely satisfying as her dad to hear her say things like that. Yeah. Because A, she's being honest about her feelings and what's going on. She's not hiding it. But on the other hand, she's like, and we know that this is, our life. We're There's, supposed this to work this out. This is hard for a reason, out. and yeah. we're supposed to work it out. And once we do, it'll be even better because we worked it out. Uh, chat room says, when did you give your kids smartphones? Um, Taylor was, it wasn't a smartphone. It was um, a dumb phone. just a flip phone. Yeah. I mean, when this she was... was 11, she was really big on babysitting. And we lived in a neighborhood um, where Scott and I had cell phones. And they were from a different, like, it was back when you still had to pay for out of city calls. It was still, you know, I don't know. I think we were still at the long distance phone call thing mm. going on. And so we needed to get her a phone because she couldn't call us otherwise from wherever she was um, babysitting. We didn't have a landline mm-hmm. and you and I had cells. And so in order for her to call us, it was usually long distance from even in our neighborhood, which was kind of stupid, but long time ago, everybody remembers the time. And, we had to do that for security for her. And then that just became the the thing. 11 was mm-hmm. kind of the time. Cause then of course the 
Carter came along. Well, she got a phone at 11, so mm-hmm. why can't I have a phone at 11? Mm-hmm. Uh, smartphones. When did we get our first smartphones? We we actually waited like when uh, I never. Were they? Well, it would have, our first like foray into the iPhone Android era would have been like 08. So that was a, a year yeah. into it because I it was too expensive at first. Plus, um, the I don't know. I, I can, uh, to yeah, be honest, our kids I, didn't actually get smartphones. Taylor was probably 16, 15 or sixteen before yeah. she got, and that was a hand me down. <laughs> yeah, and Nick got <laughs> it was always a hand me down. They were always hand me downs, and Nick got his first hand me down smartphone in like probably late junior high. Yeah. yeah, but but we don't we weren't giving them. to... Let me say it this way: if the kids were five and six now, no way I'm giving them phones. Oh no. Not a chance. Like, wait till they're 12. Wait till they're old enough to be responsible enough with it that they don't think it's cool to to smash them and have them all be cracked. Yeah. I don't know what is going on with that. Yeah. But every teenager's like, oh, yeah, check it out. I got. I can't even barely see my name. Yeah, it's like here. a spider web on it's, here. I, can barely uh, say, uh, I don't understand. Uh, I'm like, okay, they need to understand what things actually cost to replace, repair, buy, all of those things. And if they don't have any respect for what you've given them, mm-hmm. you need to take it back a little bit and realize, you know, have them realize what they've really got. We're just giving our whole parenting book away one I episode know, at a time here, aren't we? Because <laughs> this is good hey, advice. This was all about finances. So, yes, I usually take care of them. Thank goodness. Um, for a lot of people, <laughs> that isn't the way that works for them. They want to do it together or he does them. Uh, Kim does. She does sock away savings. She pay when she can. She pays a little more on the house payment because it increases the value of the house and drops Mm -hmm. the note. Like a lot, just good practices like that. Yeah. Um. You know, paying the cars off as soon as that's possible. I think the most important thing, though, is knowing that if if I'm the one doing all of the finances and he asks me a question, that I'm completely like, "Yeah, we're good this month." No, we're not. We need to lock it down a little bit. We need to pay for I remember when we were paying for nurtaculars up front we had to pay six months in advance and I would be like okay we need to to lock it down for a little while because mm-hmm. we have to pay this up front right make sure you're talking to each other still and not just completely clueless as to what your finances are if you're not the one paying the bills that's true and have- don't pretend that well we're just fine <laughs> so I'm just gonna go out and buy this thing without even talking to each other yeah. that does not work I cannot make in fact I stress over it I'll say I'll call Kim and go Kim, I need a new backup really drive. Really need this. <laughs> I need a hard drive. The hard drive's full. I don't know where to put all this artwork, and it's a business expense. But I don't know if I should do it. She's and I usually, usually one going. Kind of get Spend frustrated, it, gosh, like, dang dude, it. it's you've earned this. You need to get whatever you absolutely need for work. Yes, do it. Yeah, make make business expenditures because our yeah. tax guy yells at every uh, every year. He's yelling at us, going, "You guys don't spend enough on business. You need to. It's December. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> buy a buy a computer or something." I'm like, I don't want to. I don't like, I'm not that I don't think Mark guy. would appreciate the voice you gave him. Oh, yeah. No, he doesn't talk like that. He's a very, <laughs> very, <laughs> very quiet-natured, sweet little man. I don't uh, think he'd like that either. <laughs> he might. Do you remember that time He's we great. made him a cake because everyone told us he was turning 40 that yes, year? Yes, you got duped into that one that year. Or no, they were telling us he turned 50. No, it was 40. It was a long time ago. I thought he was turning 40. He was turning but he, 40, but he was said, like 38. And so I made this great... Uh, what was it? A graveside cake? <laughs> yeah, but I thought that was for fifty, like the over the hill cake. Uh, maybe, maybe no. it was by then. I can't remember, but we were wrong, All and right. it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. I felt bad because he had gray hair from like the time he was twelve. He was like, like me. Yeah, we're the we're the worst than you. Like he had the grayest old manniest hair you'd ever old seen. Manniest, and he was nice. in his thirties, and it just yeah. was weird. All right, was, um, anyway, I got another call here. This is about 
sending the husband with some food? This is a much simpler question, and primarily for Kim. So here it is. Whoops, here it is. This is Malia from Omaha. Hi, Scott and Kim. I am calling because I have a question for Kim. Basically, I am trying to figure out things that I can feed my husband. Um, his job requires that he is gone. Uh, he leaves Monday morning, usually comes back Thursday night, Friday night. So he's gone all week, and to save money, try to send food with him so he's not just constantly buying food. And, you know, you can only eat so many sandwiches and so many rounds of hamburger casserole. So I'm, I'm wondering if you have any ideas of things that I can make that will I can do up and it'll last for better part of a week reheats well right now where it's so cold he likes to have food that's hot for his lunches so if you have any ideas that would be great um i know i've done jambalaya a couple of times and he likes that or he hasn't told me not to make it so i'm assuming he still (laughs) likes it um but otherwise i don't really have many other ideas and i would appreciate any help love the show thanks bye well, you've done this for me for a long time, so you got to have ideas. Yeah, I have because uh, if I'm not gone during the day, I'm always like, "Did you find something for lunch?" Because you're really good about eating leftovers, which is really nice. I am not so much, but it kind of goes into what we were going to talk about today for our food segment. Um, I made it this week. It was a baked spaghetti. Um, oh, that spaghetti seemed to be casserole. a good one because it was kind of mm. like a like a casserole, but it wasn't. Mm. A gooey casserole. You know that what? Hold helps. on. I'm just going to do this. Okay. When you remember to eat the right way. May as well just get right to there it There we go. So let's talk about this for a second. Yeah. I uh, made a baked spaghetti that lasts, it lasts the better part of a week because it's spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Um, you make it just like a spaghetti, except yeah. I did angel hair because that's your favorite. I love me some angel hair. You can hair. do it with any pasta. You make up your sauce. You add your meat. You add your onions and your garlic to your sauce. Um, then you're going to mix it all together, put it in a pan, and then cover it in uh, Italian cheeses. Oh. I mean, you can't go wrong, really. It's kind no, of nice. Everyone loves the Italian Jesus the it's, most. <laughs> it's kind of like... Oh, cheeses. cheeses. Italian cheeses. Yes, Got Italian it. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> cover it right on the top there. Come to heaven. Um, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but it's, it's a totally good one because it lasts really well. It doesn't... Get weird or funky after a few days. Yeah. And some things do whenever they're casseroles. I'm not a big casserole fan, but I like that one because of it. It's kind of like a lasagna without all the work. Yeah. Lasagna is a lot of work. It's so good, and you can keep it for days and keep reheating it, and it just never goes bad. It's awesome. And the cheeses all melt. If you do layers of cheese in the middle, it's kind of all melts in there when you heat it up. That's a good one. It's a little Um, like a lasagna. It's like a lasagna, isn't it? It is a lot like a lasagna. Just with a different noodle. You can add vegetables to it. Very easily, if you put in asparagus chunks or um, zucchini chunks, things like that, depending on what you like. Can you the put a uh, hold on? Can you put kale in there? You could layer it with kale. I would do spinach. I would do spinach before spinach kale. is going to be better in that. Yeah, spinach before kale. Then you get your greens. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, Thursday I made enchiladas. That's another one that that stays really well without getting all mushy or anything. Did right. you like those? Uh, yeah. No, they were good. I did. Uh, pork loin. I cooked it the day before and shredded it up and put it inside with what did I put in there? Sour cream, salsa, green enchilada sauce, cheese. Here's what Carter's got uh, refried beans in hers. You know what? You just said this. Hold on. What did I say? The loin is very tasty and serves four nicely. The loin. (laughs) The The loin loin is very tasty. The loin. The loin. All right. (laughs) Uh, You know, I like a good loin. (laughs) 
So there's a couple of ideas depending on what you like. The other thing with the baked spaghetti I really enjoyed was that you can put it in smaller containers and bake it that way so that Carter has her vegetarian version in a smaller um, baking bowl. Mm. So you could bake them all individually if you wanted to. Yeah. Make them different. Oh, like little uh, personal ones. Yes, little personal baked spaghettis. Ooh. That was a good one. Because you did that for Carter because she always eats the... Yes. Yeah. She doesn't put meat in hers. Because <coughs> she's a psycho and... Uh, <laughs> oh, just nice. kidding. Look, whatever. I support her. She's been a vegetarian since she was 11. Mm-hmm. And um, she just can't eat meat. It's just the smell yeah. of bacon puts her in a, a horrible place, a bad so, place. So there in Omaha, uh, pasta is a really good one, easy one that you can make baked things into mm-hmm. that that would travel well, would reheat really well, and won't. Hopefully, he won't get sick of. Yeah, it's tricky though when you're on the road like that because you're tempted to stop at every, you know, in and out yeah. or whatever that you see. And but after a while, I think that would get old, and you want home cooking. Yeah, I would. I know. And I would do veggies and dip because it's really hard to send a salad. Yeah. A salad four days later is not going to look very pretty, but veggies and dip is really good. And I'm trying to think of things that aren't sandwiches because I think I would get so sick of sandwiches. Oh my gosh, so sandwiches! Fast. I'm I'm a big sandwich guy, but only just so far. Like you can't you can't go a month of nothing but sandwiches no. every day. But in fact, if you love a good sandwich, don't ever let anyone. St- make you eat that many sandwiches you're gonna get sick of it and hate it <laughs> then you'll hate them yeah and like a good sandwich like a like a uh where, where would you like oh we like pot bellies but oh, like i like yeah. a good grilled mushroomy melted filled melted <laughs> good well made not subway f that but like a good sandwich <laughs> and if you gave me that every day it'd be sad because i don't want to get tired of that you would get tired of it fast oh that so. sounds good right now <laughs> hmm. i think carter's making us some breakfast What's so she you won't have a sandwich. I don't know. Maybe grits and eggs. Oh, is she really? I think she said, That's let's su- have breakfast. Sweet of her. Why yeah. doesn't she make us a big aromatic batch of bacon? Because she really doesn't <laughs> like cooking bacon. <laughs> Understandable. That's not very nice All to right. even ask her to do. If you, if you wanna, so good luck with that. <laughs> yes, good luck. And if you want to be like these callers, you can very easily send us a voicemail. That number is 801-471-0462. And uh, that's going to do it for the show. Listen. We'd uh, love to hear from you, so send us some voicemails. Yeah, send us some stuff. We'd love it. Um, you can support us, by the way, over at patreon.com slash frogpants. People are always asking, hey, I, I like the Skim Show. I'd like to give back. Well, that's how you can do it. Um, you get a lot for that and particular Patreon. We really Patreon. appreciate that. Uh, it covers a lot of stuff on the network, but in particular, Skim benefits directly. So patreon.com slash frogpants. Uh, big thanks for that. Anyone live here today uh, throwing us your prime subs or your regular subs, that means a lot to us as well. Thank you for that. Find us at frogpants.com slash skim. Kim, any parting thoughts and words? Um, Try to eat well this week. Eat well this week, everybody. Summer's coming. Summer's coming. <laughs> and don't go crazy. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Do I have everything you need? Yeah. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.